Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. If you've ever worked on any goal really worth getting up in the morning for, any goal or any dream worth working on, you know that there are days where things just get hard. Right about now, we're at the beginning of January 2023 as I'm recording this episode and millions of people, if not billions of people around the world are making resolutions, uh, setting up goals and really visualizing what they want this year to be for them. And I can guarantee you that two, three weeks from now, only a small percentage of people, of those people will still be working on their goals. And the main reason for that is that most people give up when things get hard. And if there is one thing that's for sure is that no matter what goal you're working on, no matter what dream you're trying to achieve, no matter what it is that you have in front of you that you're looking to get to, because it is typically something that you don't currently have, it also means that it is something that will require change from you. And change for human beings is hard, right? So that's what we're talking about today. What do you do when things get hard, knowing that it will happen 100% of the time on anything worth working on and working for. All right. What do you do? What I'm about to share with you is three tips that I know in my case and in a lot of people that I see around me who are extremely re- resilient. I consider myself very resilient. Um, and I know a lot of people who are as well. And these are the things that they do a lot of times very subconsciously. Uh, but it is important to dissect it so that you can take this and run with it and be able to really, if I can say it this way, get over yourself when those times happen, when times get hard, when things get hard as you're working on your goal. So the first thing that I would say is have a routine that reminds you, that helps you remember why you're doing what you're doing. I am not talking about a routine where you're just sitting down and visualizing that goal and trying to see the, trying to see the finish line and all of that stuff. That stuff is great. The mental rehearsal is important 100%. You can do that. What I am talking about is really going a little bit deeper and remembering why is it is that you actually decided on that specific goal. So let's say that you decided that you are um, launching a new business or a new arm of your business, or you decide that this year is the year where you are going to quit your full-time job, for example, or go back into corporate or any other type of goal or work on your health and do a, a, a a fitness challenge of some sort, no matter what that is, that is just a goal. But there is something that triggered that goal. There is some type of either dissatisfaction that you felt or something that you know that you have the potential for and you're going for that, right? And that is what I want you to tap into. What is the reason you decided 
to define that goal and start working towards it. It is so important to remember that piece because when things get hard, the goal itself would typically not will typically not be the thing that keeps you going. But you remembering why you decided on the goal, why you decided to launch the business, why you decided to get on that fitness journey, why you decided to master meditation or whatever the goal is, remembering the why that triggered that goal is the thing that's going to help you stick to it. All right. So whatever resolution you decided on for this year, whatever goals you decided to work on, whatever that word of the, the year it is that you decided on, why did you choose that? Have a routine on that, that you, that you really work every single day to rem- to remind you why you're doing the thing. I guarantee you that without something that's constantly in front of you, reminding you of why you're doing things, it becomes very easy to be distracted. So again, think about the goals that you're working towards this year. What triggered those specific goals? What was your thought process? What was the emotional trigger that got you there? Remember that visualize it. And every single day, whether it be when you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed at night, or uh, if you want to journal it, you can journal it, but have a moment where you just reconnect with that trigger so that when things become hard, you have an easier way to reconnect to what you consider the truth, right? Second thing, be familiar with your worst case scenario. So what do I mean by this? I don't think people talk about this piece enough. What I want you to ask yourself is, if you were to give up on the goal that you're working towards, what would happen? What would not happen? How would things change or not change for you? I want you to see that and I want you to realize that. Let's say, for example, that you did not, for whatever reason, finish high school or you did not finish college and you decided that this year is the year that you're going back to that and you're going to finish that diploma, you're going to finish that PhD, right? And you start working on it and then just life happens. The same things that got in your way several years ago, maybe are still in your way, or maybe now you have a family, you have less time, uh, things are a little bit more difficult. And I want you to ask yourself, when things get hard this year, as I'm working on this PhD or as I'm working on this specific goal, what will happen if I quit? If I decided that this year I am taking my health in my own hands and I am taking care of myself, I am going to get back in shape. I'm going to lose the extra weight and actually be at a healthier weight, you know, whatever that is. If you were to find it hard two months from now, what would happen then? What would happen if you gave up on your health? What would happen if you decided that, ah, you don't have the energy or you don't have the mental bandwidth or the physical bandwidth 
to do the things required for you to get healthy, what would happen then? And I want you to really become familiar with that feeling. For a lot of people, it might be a feeling of shame or a feeling of regret or a feeling of not being worthy anymore. You know what I mean? Whatever that is, I know this is very contrary to a lot of stuff that I talk about, but this is so important. I remember when I got pregnant with my daughter, I was very ill. And during that time, I I had already been ill for a year and a half or so. And I remember when I realized that I was pregnant, I was devastated. I was so scared. And it took me a while because things were so hard physically, mentally, I was not in a good place. It took me so much time to really reconnect with what was important to me, meaning my family, meaning uh, me getting out of whatever physical ailments I was in, I was on a mission to get better. And I was on a mission to feel better and to go back to how I was before, even if I had no idea what this specific illness was, what the disease was, and nobody knew. But when I realized I was pregnant, I was just ready to give up. It's the weirdest thing to share, but I was done. I was like, there is no way. There is no way. It was already hard enough, me trying to do it and take it, take, take care of my body and trying to find a solution for my body. But now what? I'm pregnant. There is no way I'm going to survive this. It's over. That's literally what was on my mind 24-7 for a whole week. I remember having this panic attack. My mom was so worried. But then got to a point where I, of course, had to go see a doctor, even if just to confirm the pregnancy. And when I saw on that screen and I saw that little dot that meant that there was a human being inside my body, it literally turned a switch back. And I was like, okay, what happens now if I give up? What will happen to me? What will happen to this baby? What will happen to my husband? What will happen to my parents? What will happen to my son who's only four years old? Like all of those things came through my mind and it lasted probably five minutes or so where I was in that specific mindset of just going through the scenarios of what would happen if I truly gave up. And I can tell you the options that were in front of me were not cute. It was not how I wanted to go out and it was not what I wanted for my family, right? Going through that worst case scenario is literally what saved me in that moment. And going back home, I remember the moment the switch just, it just flipped. And I was like, there's no way I'm giving up. I have to do this. Like too many people counting on me and there's no way I'm giving up. And so what I want you to think about your scenario might not and does not have to be as dire or as negative as mine was, but I want you to be very familiar with what would happen if you gave up on your goals. I think a lot of people don't ever think about that. And that's kind of why we are so wishy-washy with our goals. And then when we don't when we don't achieve them or when we give up, we don't really give it a second thought, but we don't realize that we carry a lot of that burden with us, whether it's through guilt or um, 
self-worth. There's a lot, there's subtle things that change when we don't do what we say we're going to do. And when on the contrary, you actually take the time to think about the worst case scenario and define it in your mind and be very clear in terms of what would happen if you don't do the things, if you don't achieve what you said you were going to achieve, or if you give up, then I, when things get hard, you have the ability to, in a moment's notice, go back, visualize that worst case scenario and actually make the decision to not quit. Most people quit when things are hard because what's loudest in their mind at that moment is the fact that things are hard. Their emotions are in turmoil. They don't really know what to hold on to. And so by default, they just go with the fear and they give up. When people are resilient, they're going to feel the fear. They're going to know that their emotions are, you know, all over the place, but they're holding on to something. They're holding on to something and that something can be really small, but it typically will be strong enough to have them hold on to it until the emotions pass or they calm down and they continue. That's what resilience is. And so that thing that they hold on to is either the why they're doing it or them knowing and understanding that if they give up, this is what they have left their worst case scenario. This is what's in front of them. And that's all that they'll have if they give up on themselves. One of those two things. That is why I want you to make that exercise of figuring out very clearly and remembering every day why you're doing the things that you're doing, why you're going for that goal, what triggered it, and knowing very clearly what would happen if you give up. When people give up, it's typically because things, as I said, are hard and it, th- th- that decision comes very quickly, right? It's in the midst of that hardship. The emotions get to a certain point and then very quickly we decide, you know what? I'm not doing it anymore. If in that moment you're able to go back to hold on, if I quit, this is what I'm quitting on. These people are maybe going to live the after effect of me quitting, or this is how I'm going to perceive myself. And that is actually not what I want, or the regret that comes with it. If in that moment's notice, you're able to connect with that, you will not quit. And that is what resilience is. All right. You're tying yourself to something more powerful that can actually take over and calm your emotions down when things get difficult. And then the last thing that I want you to do is to understand when the right time to give up is. When things are hard is not the right time to give up. When things are hard is where you want to be resilient, is where you want to work through it, right? When your emotions and the fear is there is not when you want to quit. You want to quit when things are easy. You want to quit when things are calm and you're actually present and you have the mental, the emotional bandwidth to actually take more variables into account than just fear 
and all of the negative emotions it comes with. So that is the third thing that I want you to remember. Do not quit when things are hard. Quit when things are easy. Quit when you have the time to be like, hey, you know what? I've done A and B and C and D. I feel really good about what I what I tried. I feel like I did my best, but you know what? It's not what I want to do anymore. Or I don't want to do it this way anymore. And it actually feels very easy. It's at a moment where there is no fear, where you're positive, you're present, and you're in control. That is when I want you to quit if you if you are to quit. Otherwise, if things are hard, push through. This is my message from the heart. Push through when things are hard. That is going to build your character. That is going to build your resilience. It is going to build your courage. And it's going to arm you with skills that will benefit you no matter what you do. All right. So if there's one thing for you to remember on this episode today, do not quit when things are hard. Quit when things are easy. That will be the best gift you give yourself. And you can start by doing it with really small things initially, right? And over time, you're going to find yourself becoming so much more resilient, so much more creative and resourceful when things are difficult, then you just won't be a quitter. You'll be that person that people look at and are like, how does he do it? How does she do it? How come you're so confident? How come you're not phased by all, by all of the things that are constantly, you know, you're like the eye of the tornado. That is because that it's, that is what happened when people are in control, where they, when they know what they're doing, why they're doing it, and they're able to talk themselves out of fear and out of, you know, wanting to quit because they actually know what the alternative is what the other side of quitting is, what the consequence of it is. Okay. So this is my message for you in this beginning of the year. I hope you gain great value from this episode. I, this is not something that I've shared often, but when I think about what has gotten me to become so, I really consider myself extremely resilient. It is because of these three things, remembering why I do things. I don't do a lot of things at, a, uh, at any given time but they're very intentional. I always know what would happen if I were to give up. And I typically don't like that scenario. And I'm able to bring it front of mind when things get difficult. And number three, I don't like to give up when things are hard. I will actually push through, get to the other side, and then evaluate when the emotions are calmed down then evaluate what my course of action is. And I like to make those types of decisions when I'm calm, when the mind is at peace, right? So have an amazing, amazing, amazing rest of your week. If you need to re-listen to this episode again, please do so. It is probably one of the most important pieces of advice that I will give you this year. If you want to see results, if you want to get to your goals, this is it. This is 100% it. So take it, absorb it, take it with you, share it with people you care about. And I will talk to you very soon. Love you. (laughs) There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. 
That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues, and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.